0: Hey, welcome to the Pachanga and Possibility Podcast, the podcast where we celebrate the power of healing and transformation. I am your host, Natalie Galsadilla. Each week, I'll be interviewing experts that will inspire you to discover your soul's purpose and create a fulfilling life. I'll also be sharing some spiritual coaching along the way and personal adventures as I enter this new phase in my life as a mother and entrepreneur. All right, mi gente, grab your cafecito and a notebook and let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode on today's show. We have Lindsay Torres as our guest. Lindsay is a dear friend of mine. We met many years ago in a multi-level marketing company that we met through and we were instantly connected because we were both like lovers of wellness and, and both coaches And we stayed friends. And since then, Lindsay has become an emotion code practitioner. Is that the right
1: term? That is the correct terminology.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I recently experienced uh, the emotion code with her. And we're going to dive deep into the emotion code today. So I'm going to really quick give you Lindsay's bio. So Lindsay is a Lindsay Torres is a certified emotion code practitioner, emotional freedom coach, and holistic health coach. After overcoming deep depression and anxiety, she now focuses on helping clients achieve emotional freedom by working to eliminate energetic imbalances, emotional baggage, and generational curses that may be weighing heavy on someone. She helps clients clear and transmute those stubborn blocks that we sometimes struggle with in life in order to feel light, free, and abundant. So welcome, Lindsay, to the show. So happy for you to be here.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be a guest on your podcast.
0: Lindsay, so my experience with Emotion Code, I found out about it how long ago about three years ago, I found out about the emotion code. I don't even know how. I think I (laughs) fell into like a Facebook rabbit hole or YouTube. I'm not sure where it was, but I remember I saw it and I was absolutely fascinated by this healing modality because it is very easy. It's almost felt to me like too good to be true. Mm -hmm. And I I was very intrigued by it. She's gonna, obviously, I'm not gonna do this any justice, but the gist of it for me was like, this is a beautiful healing modality because I don't have to do the work. <laughs> <laughs> because on my healing journey, I've done a lot of the work in therapy and energy healing and soul retrievals and shamanic healings and. <laughs> Oh, what else? Uh, Shabbatic journeys, like all sorts of things. And they all are effective. But I've been doing that for so long that when I found this tool, I was like, man, this is really easy and really fast. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to get into the nitty gritty of the root cause of the issue and explore it and relive it and have all of this like cathartic experience. And that made it really attractive to me and especially appealed to more of my left side of the brain for me, where it was a little bit just more technical in a way, I guess, you'll do a better job of explaining it, but it was just so simple. And you're probably going, what the hell is this healing modality as I explained it? But that was appeal. That's what it what it appealed to me that I didn't have to get into all the ugliness of the, of the trauma or any of the blocks. It was really effective at bringing up the stuff and clearing it out. And she pretty much clears stuff for you. And then you just feel better. And it's really that easy. <laughs> and, and that's why I say it was almost too good to be true. And it's one of those things that I had to experience for myself to really believe that it was real. And I dabbled in it a couple years ago and I went and I saw a practitioner for neck pain and it did relieve the pain for a while, but it wasn't night and day. So I was just kind of on the fence about it. And then I kind of put the emotion code away for a while. And then recently I found out that Lindsay was doing this and I'm like, oh my God, I know exactly what this is. I looked into it at depth and I'm fascinated by this and what has been your experience. And she was offering sessions and I immediately signed up because for years I have suffered with vertigo. And I recently had a baby and the vertigo was still there. And I was really scared of experiencing vertigo with a newborn. And I wanted to see how Lindsay can help me. And to my surprise, which, you know, I always have this really big skeptic in me and I did it. And I, of course, I was like, I want to believe in this. And we set up a call, and it's not even in person, and we did this over the phone, and we did a session together, and I told her, if this works and eliminates the vertigo, I have to go get certified in this, because nothing has worked for the vertigo, and it's something that has really has affected my quality of life. And then now, it's been how long since the session? Like a month? I would percent? say. Mm-hmm. Like a month. And I've had no vertigo, which is amazing. And I've been able to sleep flat on my bed and no dizziness and I've been really happy so that's I'm starting out with your testimonial (laughs) because (laughs) this is how you you got here so when I was thinking like (laughs) who can I interview for the podcast because I really want to cover a lot of unique healing modalities on the podcast that people are not familiar with which is why I'm not covering things like Reiki because I feel like everyone and their mother knows about Reiki I really wanted to showcase the emotion code because it's not very common especially I feel on the east coast it's not very heard of there was only one practitioner in Miami when I looked it up like three years ago. So without further ado, here's Lindsay. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and what emotion code is and how you got into it.
1: Thank you. Thank you for that beautiful introduction and your own testimony. Um, I'm always surprised when someone knows what the emotion code is. So when you message me, I was like, oh my God, she knows what it is. Is it still? I think there's only less than or maybe around 10,000 practitioners worldwide. So it's fairly small, but it is so simple and so effective. And I always say that sometimes it is the most simplest things that are the most effective and the most powerful. And I feel like as humans, we just kind of overthink things, at least I do, and like make them really complex when the answer is the simple one. So I found the emotion code, I think close to you about three years ago, maybe two and a half. My dad introduced it to me. And ever since I was a teenager, I knew intuitively that I would be working with people with their subconscious mind and with their energy field. And I didn't even know what those two things were. I just, it was this really deep feeling that I knew. And so when my dad introduced it to me, I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. Like you have to swipe your hand over the top of your head and you use a magnet and, like all this weird stuff. And I was a skeptic at first and I tried it and I read the book. And by the way, anybody can go and read the book and learn this on your own. It's super, super simple. And so I read the book and I did it a little bit and then i kind of put it on the back burner. So kind of similar to you. And then I came back to it the beginning of COVID. So around April and I was just craving something. I felt like, I felt like it was time to begin exploring a little deeper, my personal purpose in life, and I've always been on this path of holistic health and healing and energy, and the woo-woo stuff, as we say. <laughs> um, but I didn't have like exactly what that was, or I didn't know how exactly I would do it. And so I came back to the emotion code, and I just—it was like it just hit me. I was like, I'm just going to get certified. I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And so I got through my certification relatively fast and I personally, like my own testimony, I've also been working with my own practitioner and uh, on top of working with myself or doing, you know, doing sessions on myself. And I have never felt lighter in my entire life. I've always felt like there was just some block there that I couldn't get past. And I tried so many different modalities, all of the mainstream ones, um, and just, you know, piggybacking on what you said, a lot of them are so helpful and so needed and they do a lot of good work. However, for me, the emotion code really took it deeper and it really fulfilled this craving I had to get to the root. But at the same time, again, like you said, not necessarily having to relive certain traumas. So that is a beautiful thing about the emotion code that I always lead with, with other people is that if you've had traumatic experiences in your life, which most of us have, especially in childhood, whether they're little traumas or big traumas, the emotion code, with the emotion code, you don't have to relive it. You don't necessarily have to replay everything in your mind. You just kind of go through you know, the trapped emotions that come up and then you clear them. And it's simple as that. And so how the modality works, I should probably go into that a little bit. Basically, it was created by Dr. Bradley Nelson, and he is a chiropractor. He created this chart that has 60 different trapped emotions. So basically, the majority of the emotions that we can feel can be narrowed down to one of these 60 trapped emotions. And then we use muscle testing to figure out which trapped emotion could be contributing to the symptoms that you're feeling. So it could be anxiousness, anxiety, depression, sadness, anger, or physical ailment like uh, fatigue or vertigo. Vertigo, vertigo. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't think of the word. Or vertigo, anything, um, shoulder pain, back pain, coughing, sneezing, allergies, whatever it happens to be. There's usually a trapped emotion beneath that symptom that is causing or at least contributing to that symptom and so we identify it using muscle testing and then we just clear it right out and the clearing is super simple after we identify the trapped emotion we use a magnet and we swipe it over the governing meridian um, which starts right in your upper lip and in between the third eye and then over your head to the back of your neck And we're just keeping the intention for this little ball of energy, aka a trapped emotion to be released from your body. I always also have the intention of transmuting that energy into something that serves you like joy or ease or love or light. And with energy work, people are like, well, where does it go when you clear it? And because energy can never be destroyed, it can only be transmuted that's what the intention is for it to be transmuted into something that feels good and serves you. And I think my greatest message to people and what I've been discovering over the past few months is that we carry so much weight that is not ours to carry. We have generational stuff, generational curses, trauma, baggage, whatever you want to call it, that we literally come into this life with. And so the Emotion Code is just a phenomenal tool to help us clear that so that we can fully come into who we are and let our souls shine.
0: I love that. And and having experienced it with you has made me a believer. And it's crazy because when we did our session... I think you eliminated. there was like fifteen trapped emotions. and the fascinating part is that you can also block the generational trauma mm-hmm. and go into past lives and different things to really release all these trapped emotions and it's effective about the governing meridian. So how does that work? why why the governing meridian and why the magnet? And then how do you do the muscle testing from a distance?
1: (laughs) Good questions. (laughs) I don't know if if you want to dive that deep. (laughs) No, no, that's perfect because these are questions that pretty much everybody has. So number one, magnets. Magnets have been used for decades, usually with alternative practitioners such as chiropractors. Magnets are used for a lot of pain management. And what Dr. Brad teaches is that the magnet actually amplifies our intention Uh, I believe it's a hundred thousand times. So when we set the intention for this trapped emotion to be released, the magnet helps us amplify that intention. And it really is just as simple as setting the intention for it to be released. Now, as far as the governing meridian goes, the, the governing meridian is the meridian in our body that connects to pretty much every other meridian and every other area of our body. So when we're swiping over the governing meridian, we're sending that intention into every area of our body so that wherever that trapped emotion happens to be trapped, that intention is getting into exactly where that is and allowing it to release from your body, from the hold that your body has on it. And what was the third thing? Oh, distant healing. Ah, yes. So- wait, before the distance healing, really quick, what's a meridian? A meridian is like an acupuncture. In acupuncture, they work with our meridians. um, So it's just these energy lines that we have in our body where everything is kind of connected. So like you could be having liver issues and then foot pain as an associated imbalance. So just the way that our entire body is connected.
0: Okay. So how does this work from a distance? We know in person, it's the muscle testing, but from a distance, how do we make it happen? And I know it works (laughs) because I was on the receiving end of it. Um, And I know you mentioned there's two different ways.
1: So, okay. So this is a really incredible energy is just so fascinating to me. I just love this study and how it works. And so the best example I can give is let's say you call a friend and the friend is like, Hey, I was literally just thinking about you. You guys were in that moment having some sort of energy connection. And so connecting to somebody else's energy is very simple. All when I'm working with clients on the phone, all I do is I need their permission, obviously, to connect to their energy field. I say their name a few times and just I make sure that it's, number one, safe to connect to the energy field, and then I confirm the connection. And it's literally just as simple as, creating that intention and statement that I'm going to be connecting to their energy field. And then I serve as what's called a proxy. So I'm muscle testing. I do use a pendulum. A lot of practitioners use their hands for muscle testing. I find that a pendulum is more effective for me. And I already had a relationship with a pendulum, like an established baseline, like I already knew how to use it. So I use a pendulum. And so I'm asking the questions To the pendulum. So every word and statement that we say has energy attached to it. And so we say the statement like, Is there a trapped emotion causing or contributing to her sleepiness? And it would say yes or no. So the pendulum is simply responding with an affirmative as a yes or a no, whether the statement is true or false or whether the question is true or false. And honestly, it's almost like a phenomenon when you think of another person on the other side of the world that you know let's say you know somebody in Europe or Asia you can feel their energy you can feel their vibration you know if they're a good person or if they if they when you're around them you feel a loving energy or when you walk into a room and the hair on your back sticks up and you feel threatened by somebody this is all energy so this is something that we all pick up on a daily basis it's just the emotion code allows it to be extremely intentional, that connection between the client and the practitioner.
0: Absolutely. And I can attest to the distance healing thing as a, a Reiki master and doing distance healing, you can really tap into somebody else's energy and accurately feel their energy field and what's going on. And it doesn't matter how far away they are. Absolutely. Uh, so it's It's a great thing that we can do that from a distance, especially now during a pandemic that everything (laughs) is remote work now. Uh, So thank God for that. Tell me more about your experience with your own personal transformation story with the emotion code and the anxiety that you were experiencing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I, I explain what I felt and dealt with as just this blanket that I, and a blanket and a block. So there's depression and anxiety. And for years and years and years, I tried so many different things, so many different modalities. And again, they're all valuable. They all help, but nothing got to the root. Like there was still something there that I just couldn't identify with. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know. It was like walking around in a dark room and trying to find the door. And it's just, you know, you just can't find the door. And so when I got into the emotion code, It allows us to pinpoint exactly through muscle testing what is the energetic imbalance within your body. And with muscle testing, we're accessing the subconscious mind. So the subconscious mind takes up over 90% of our working mind while only 10% is our conscious mind. So everything that we've ever experienced, even back to when we were in our mother's womb, is in our subconscious mind. Everything we've experienced, everything we've heard, smell, felt, seen, it's all in there. And so that's how we're able to access so much information just through muscle testing. And so I consciously was working on chipping away at my anxiety and at these blocks that I felt. And then also working with my own practitioner. Um, sometimes when we work on ourselves, we we also come up to these blocks. So, for me, I realized and I learned that it actually wasn't safe for me to work on myself when it came to certain traumas I experienced as a child. So, that's why I went to a practitioner. For some reason, going with somebody else, it bypasses our subconscious mind in some way to where they're able to help us from an unbiased position. And so, I really worked on healing my inner child. So, my sessions with her personally and then uh, were just Focused on healing my inner child. So all the times, you know, as children, we don't always have our needs met, even though our parents do the best that they can. We're all so different and, you know, we require different things. So we interpret situations differently. So really getting to the root of childhood stuff, which which is the cause of what we experience today as adults. Like we're I say, and I say this as a joke, but a lot of us react to situations today like children because the way that we react, especially if we're unconscious about it, we're just reacting what we saw as children or what we experienced as children. So getting back to the core and healing my inner child really helped me with anxiety. It helped me, my responses to certain situations where I would have usually been panicked or anxious or stressed out, I find myself... I'm like, oh my God, I would have usually panicked or freaked out, but I'm totally chill right now. And so after doing the work consistently, I can look back and see what a big difference that has been made in my life, chipping away little, at little, little by little at the residue that was laying over my true self.
0: I love that. And especially the fact that you pointed out the need for having a practitioner that we can't always see everything when we're trying to heal ourselves and to have to work with another person to help us, you know, who has a non-biased perspective Mm -hmm. can really help get to the things that we can't see or don't want to see. And then that's excellent that it helped you transmute that anxiety that I'm sure everyone can use a dose of that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Especially now it's like collective. And I think a lot of us, especially as empaths, and I'm sure a lot of people listening to your podcast Mm -hmm. is also an empath that we pick up on other people's energies. And so we're feeling anxiety and a lot of it's not even ours. Yes. And we identify with that. Yeah.
0: And it's rough when you don't know about it. And even Even for me still, knowing that I'm an empath, I just kind of forget sometimes that I have to do a lot of energetic cleaning Mm -hmm. (laughs) and maintenance to make sure that I'm managing my energy and that what I'm feeling is not necessarily mine all the time. So doing all of this work is great for that. Uh, Do you have a story that you want to share about any of your clients?
1: Oh, you know, just touching on your last question. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things I've noticed in myself that I worked on was my heart wall. And uh, yes, I was saving wall. that one. I <laughs> guess the
0: heart wall, we can dig into that right now. That's okay. fine. That was
1: my testimony that I wanted to share. So a heart wall is basically this energetic block that, or barrier that we create subconsciously and unconsciously around our hearts in order for our heart to be protected. So anytime our body feels threatened, and we go into fight or flight or we're threatened with a heartbreak or you know anything that could make us feel scared or hurt or heartbroken. Our body literally, and this is, this is a subconscious mind, literally pulls from the trapped emotions in your body, which again are just energy, little balls of energy. And it literally builds this wall around our hearts. And so when our hearts have this wall, it literally blocks the flow of loving energy from coming in and out. It blocks prosperity, abundance, joy. If you've been in, let's just say, for instance, abusive relationships, which I had one in my teenage years, you know, automatically we kind of shut down for great reason. And we learn that it's not safe to love or to feel these things. And we carry that through life and it affects our other relationships. And eliminating the heart wall is a way for us to feel safe in our hearts again and to feel our hearts, the energy of our hearts. Uh, There's actually a computer. I forgot exactly what it's called, but measured the energetic vibration of our heart, which goes out and radiates over 12 feet in diameter. So the power that our heart has, not only for keeping us alive, but just for the capacity that it has to hold love, to give and to receive is just beautiful. I had a lot of resentments in my life from towards other people and especially in the beginning of my marriage when I was just not aware of you know certain things and I was coming from a very not I don't want to say broken just hurt place and not dealing with things I would just kind of stuff things and then that's kind of where my heart wall created and so eliminating the heart wall my own heart wall I've felt this immense amount of loving energy and just life force energy in general pulsate through my heart. And when I eliminated it, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I saw all these new bright colors, and I just felt so good. And I, it, it's almost like you don't realize what you're feeling or the residue that you might be feeling until it's gone, and then you're like, "Holy crap! I didn't <laughs> realize I was holding on to that." And then once you feel yourself without that weight, it's like a completely different feeling that I've never felt before. So that was that's my personal favorite and probably my most powerful thing. And since doing that prosperity, abundance, joy, I've felt more of these things over the past few months after eliminating my heart wall than I ever have in my entire life. And I can say that genuinely. And I also say that very humbly, but I just I felt like something was wrong with me for so long because I couldn't figure out what piece of me was broken or what I needed to fix next. And I, and I love the emotion code because we're able to look at our souls from a whole holistic perspective and just the way that I see it is that we just accumulate baggage over our lifetime, but it's not who we are and it doesn't mean that we're broken. We're not broken. We are whole how we were created, and the emotion code just helps get rid of that weight that we carry. Um, And then as far as clients go, I, I would say my favorite testimony that I've received so far is also eliminating another heart wall from another person. And we cleared, I forget, I think it was unworthy. And the unworthy was inherited from her mother. And it went back over 30 or 40 generations. And this is let's say, let me do the math real fast, 30 or 40 generations, let's just say 35 times an average of 30 years, that's over a 1000 years ago. So we're carrying stuff and science is beginning to catch up to this as well. That is proving that these things get passed down just like that energy. And so we cleared unworthy. And it was this one trapped emotion. And I felt the physical release in my body even and she felt the physical release in her body at the same time. And she said her body was just shaking in that moment. And she felt such a relief just from that one trapped emotion from her heart wall. And we ended up completely eliminating her heart wall. It usually takes two to three sessions for most people. Uh, And so I, I believe hers was three sessions. And that was just that one trapped emotion that we're carrying this unworthiness that our moms felt, our grandmoms felt, our great grandmothers felt, like all these women going back, all of these generations, and we were able to clear and transmute that. And as a result, she, you know, just going through a hard time in life with relation, a relationship. And after the heart wall, being able to eliminate that. She said she felt fa- she felt like she found herself again. Like she had this renewed inspiration of life, and she felt her heart reopen. So to be able to, I'm not special, more special than anyone else. Anyone can do this work, but I I feel so grateful that I can be a conduit for this work from a higher power and be able to share this with other people is aside from having my children, my greatest joy in life, to be able to gift that to other people.
0: That is so beautiful and so fascinating. The Heart Wall work is something that I'm looking forward to. We yeah. were about to schedule <laughs> it. And it's, it's interesting how energy works, because um, with doing any kind of energy work comes responsibility as a practitioner. And it's very important, no matter what healing modality that you're doing, that you have the person's permission, and you can also ask their higher self for permission. And we were about to do my heart wall, and it it, it all happened in the same day. Like you had asked earlier, and I was, we were about to do. I was scheduling my session with you. And then after we texted back and forth, I got the news that my dad was in like really bad condition in the hospital. And I had no idea that was happening. So within the same day, you had asked, is it when you asked you, you're asking my higher self or yeah. you're doing the muscle testing? It's your muscle, the muscle testing, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: To see if I'm ready to do the heart wall. And she had gotten a yes initially. And then I got the news about my dad and then it was like a strong no. After I found out, because it was I was too volatile at that point, things just did a one eighty for me. But I'm so looking forward to doing the heart wall. and I can you explain the part that with doing the heart wall, the what people experience, like the actual physical dimensions, I found that when I was listening to yours and to other people on YouTube explaining their heart walls, they had like different consistencies and measurements. Oh. <laughs> I just found that that was like so like, eh, conceptual, but like, that's really what they were feeling and seeing and how it kind of manifests like in
1: your mind that way. Yes, it is. So f- I just, the only word I have for it is fascinating. So I'll give you the example. Dr. Brad, when I was going through the training, he has pre-recorded trainings where that's, you know, where we're getting our certification. And he gives an example of a client that he worked with. And so all of us, our heart wall is made out of these trapped emotions, but our subconscious mind more often than not will take a substance and build that around our heart. So something, it could be made out of pillows or clouds or water or bricks. Mine was made out of bricks. And he worked with this girl and her heart wall was made out of that thin plastic thi- uh, plastic film that you put over couches to protect the couches. And he was asking her, he's like, does that have any significance to you? Like, And she's like, well, actually growing up, my parents used to put that plastic film to cover our couches and our furniture and the carpet so that nothing would get ruined. And if you think about it, the subconscious mind is very literal. And I, I compare this to dreams. Like when we dream, our subconscious mind is in its own world where it can create any and everything. Like there's literally no limitations and your subconscious mind will pull from information that it, it saw or heard or, you know, whatever it happens to be. And so her subconscious mind associated that plastic as protection because it protected the couch and her subconscious mind used that plastic to build her heart wall. Oh, wow! So Yeah, it's fascinating. And then we can even test how thick your heart wall is. And not, we don't necessarily, this isn't like important information, but it is fascinating and it's helpful to gauge the progress that we make with each session. So for instance, my heart wall, I think it was in the 80, 80 something feet. And then after the first session, it had gone down to 40 something feet. And then after the third session, it was Done. It was gone. So we just use it as like a measuring tool to gauge the progress. And then it is fascinating to see what your subconscious mind makes your heart well out of. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so. <laughs> I thought that was really fascinating, but it's such a helpful tool to gain yeah. like the progress you're making. It makes absolute sense. Yeah. Now, if someone wanted to book emotion code session with you, there's a difference between a regular session and the heart wall session. So how would they approach you and how would they know what to do, like which one to do? Or,
1: So I recently just changed. I did have them separated, but because they were taking about the same amount of time, I basically, you can just go on my website, Torres, com, And then I have a offerings page and you would just click uh, book an emotion code session. And then we can clarify later on if you're wanting to work on the heart wall. So, but they're pretty much the same sessions. We just, you know, focus on eliminating the heart wall or focus on, hopefully eliminating a symptom. I see. So So. it's
0: up to the person. And then also if they're ready to do the heart wall type, right? So if they wouldn't be ready for the heart wall, like let's say you get a no, then you'd work on a symptom.
1: Yes. And just to go quickly into that, what Natalie is referring to, sometimes it's not safe for us to eliminate the heart wall. And when it's not safe, that means our heart wall is still actively protecting us from something. So whether that be a heartbreak or anything that is helping us avoid pain or emotional and mental pain, your heart wall is still serving a purpose. So if your heart wall is still serving a purpose, I I always muscle test first to make sure it's safe. If it says it's not safe, that means that it's still more, more likely than not actively protecting you from something. So in that case, we can do a session prior to that. I've had success uh, with working with doing one session just to clearing why it's not safe for the person and then get into the heart wall after that and then have it be safe to start working on the heart wall.
0: Thank you for explaining that. In my case, it switched in the same day because when I got the news of my dad, it was no longer safe because I went into protecting myself mode. Right. Right the heart the possible heartbreak of losing my dad would have been too volatile to do that kind of work it would be I would have made it unsafe absolutely yeah yeah and that makes sense
1: yeah it's really it's interesting how our subconscious minds work our subconscious mind even if we don't we're not aware of so much of what's going on and it's like our subconscious mind just how our body you know our heartbeat, beats x amount of times a day without us having to lift a finger and all of our organs work synchronistically without us having to do anything and our you know we have our digestive system that digests food without us having to think about it it's the same thing with the subconscious mind and the heart our subconscious mind knows when it's safe or not safe to feel a certain emotion and with the emotion code we can work on allowing it to be safe to feel emotions and Kind of practice working through those really tough emotions, so especially in you know when it comes to trauma based and stress response type of things.
0: When it comes to healing and transformation in general, and I know you've already kind of touched on this in the beginning, um, but why is it so important to you to commit to healing and transformation?
1: It is extremely important to me. I I identify myself as a cycle breaker in my family. I was born into a family that has a lot of mental illness, like anxiety and depression, on both sides of my family. Both of my parents, both of my grandmothers, even my children have taken an interest in energy healing. My sister, all of us are on this path of cycle breaking. And I feel it in the deepest depths of my soul that I am meant to transmute all of that, that has been carried within us, all of the suffering and the trauma that so many people didn't know how to transmute into something better. I also fully and deeply believe that we are meant to live in this lifetime and be able to express our fullest selves and come into who we were meant to be. And it's such a beautiful thing to do. And I'm, I, by all means, I have so much farther to go, but looking back, I've also come so far from where I was. And the freedom, I think above all, I crave freedom and, and and healing helps me gain that that sense of freedom because I always felt like I was in a mental jail. I always felt like inside my body, I felt trapped because of my thoughts, because of my anxiety, because of my depression. And so embarking on this healing journey has provided me that sense of freedom from what I felt imprisoned by for so long and I think a lot of us feel that and now that I'm in this field obviously you know more people are opening up about that and I, I believe that it's becoming more mainstream to acknowledge the suffering that we feel in our inner worlds and there's no judgment about it whatsoever it's just this is what you have or what you carry and now it's time to transmute that so you can Feel good. Feel how you are designed to feel. And for everybody that's different, it can be joy, ease, freedom, lightness, love, whatever it happens to be. We all deserve to feel how we want to feel. I felt that in my soul
0: <laughs> beautifully put. And I really wanted to, to ask you that because I know that you have a way with words. I always love your Facebook posts and oh, you're so great you. at communicating all of these really deep emotions and thoughts and, you. and you delivered <laughs> <laughs> the way I expected. And you. that really encompasses Even the reason why I started this podcast was exactly what you said, you know, it's about breaking these cycles and Mm -hmm. and calling yourself a cycle breaker as a title is so powerful because that really is what all of us want is to end, you know, the cycle of suffering and to escape the trap of anxiety and depression and then not pass that on to our children and make sure that they don't experience that prison in our minds of, of feeling all of these really heavy energies and thoughts that don't do us any good. And then being on the flip side of that, that now that we've been on our healing journey, we now can see that once you heal and transmute these things, it opens up your bandwidth to step into whatever you want to feel. And if it's happiness or fulfillment, and being able to pursue things that are more self actualizing you're not just doing living somebody else's dream but now you're self actualizing you're really able to listen to your heart and follow your path and live a life of purpose it just expands your consciousness your heart space everything just feels so amazing and I feel, for me the healing journey i feel like when i say that i woke up like it helped me wake i don't want to be Cliche, we're like, oh, now I'm woke, woke, <laughs> right. right? I can't. I, and so it annoys me when people say woke. <laughs> but once I started com- coming through this healing journey, I feel like my life went from like normal vision to high definition, you know? Oh,
1: I love that. Yeah, like life went
0: from just like the regular old school like box TV to now we have this amazing HD television where the colors are much brighter and everything was crisper and it just feels more real. Like that's the best way. And before 2012 for me, it was very blurry in my memory and very chaotic and I really can't even pick out a lot of the memories like it was things were fuzzy. And that was just because where my state of mind was. And once I started that healing journey, and doing all this healing and transformation work, even my memory improved, like life became just so much more vivid, because now I had the bandwidth and my mind and consciousness to experience life from a different place. Mm, That's incredible. So, So powerful. Okay, so how can listeners, let's say they're interested in pursuing this as becoming an emotion code practitioner, how would they go about doing this?
1: So this is a very simple process. Um, I would definitely recommend Dr. Bradley Nelson has a book and the book basically teaches you from A to Z minus the actual you know, working with clients, but the process of it from A to Z, he maps it out completely in his book. And it's just called the emotion code. I think it's like 13 or $14 on Amazon. You can just purchase that or read it electronically. And that can, you learn it fully and completely, and then um, start practicing on yourself. And from there you can start practicing. You can even practice on your animals. My dog had horrible allergies uh, and he would get these asthma attacks when he had allergy and he would bark at himself and rub himself everywhere and go crazy. And I did an emotion code session on him and his allergy attacks were gone completely. He was getting a little bit of itchiness, but the actual attacks that he was getting have not come back at all. So it even works on animals, (laughs) anything that has energy it can work on. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's awesome. I did hear there, a story about a horse on one of yes. Bradley's videos. Um, so yeah, it does work on animals. So if mm-hmm. you're, it is animals, you can just specialize in emotion code with animals. That's amazing. Now, if someone wants to work with you personally, you said that your website information was,
1: uh, my website is Lins, L I N D S Torres.com. And it has all of my offerings on there and, uh, you know, heart wall sessions, regular sessions, they are the same thing, but we can always talk about that afterwards. So just my website, or, uh, I also say Instagram, you can always, I'm on, I'm on the gram a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all? (laughs) (laughs) My Instagram handle is at linds L I N D S underscore Torres.
0: Okay, great. And I'll also throw that into the show notes. Um, is there anything specific coming up that you're, going to do? Is there any events or what, what, anything going on, or we're just doing the one-on-one sessions?
1: Yes. So right now I'm focusing a lot on -on one-on-one sessions and really creating tractions with my client, traction with my clients and really chipping away at that weight that they've been carrying. Um, So I I love the one-on-one sessions so very much. Um, And I'm also going to be creating a money course with my dad, who is a self-made entrepreneur, college dropout. And so he's going to be sharing all of his tactics and formulas, and then I'll be able to, you know, help with the emotional and energetic side. So I'm really excited for that and to be working with my dad soon. I love that.
0: (laughs) I was going to ask you since he was the one that brought emotion code to you what does he think now that you're a practitioner
1: yes he he thinks it's amazing and we just had a talk a little while ago um, and I actually think he and his wife are going to be getting certified soon as well so (laughs) it's so amazing I love when parents and their kids are doing healing work (laughs) together I think that's amazing that's so exciting oh I do have one more thing to add okay When we do the emotion code sessions and we're clearing the things that are inherited. So if we have an inherited trapped emotion, any of the ancestors that came before us who had that trapped emotion, it also clears from them on an energetic level from their soul. And if our children inherited it, it also clears from our children. So there are times where I worked on myself and I can, you can test whether both of your, or you know, however, if you have children, I have two. So I would test both of them have it or one of them have it. Sometimes it was both, some it was neither, and other times it was only one of them. So we can literally clear that when we're working on ourselves up the line and down the line, which is another beautiful benefit. I love that.
0: Definitely intrigued now that yeah. I have my baby girl. <laughs> yes. I want to see my two month old is if she, what she got. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. nothing, but yeah,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: life is life. Can the emotion code be done in a group setting or can it only be used like one at a time, like one person at a time?
1: So this is something I'm exploring. And actually, this was another thing I was just talking to my dad a little while ago about group healings. I think collectively, there are a few practitioners who, I'm sorry, collectively, they do this in a group, group healings. So if it's focused on weight loss, or if it's focused on money, there's a way to do it. I don't know how to do it yet. But I will learn and I will one day offer that soon. (laughs) But I know it's possible.
0: Okay, great. Good. You and I got to talk because now that you're saying the thing about with your dad, Mm -hmm. that kind of confirmed for me what I was thinking about for weeks. Now I've been wanting to talk to you about doing something together in a group setting
1: similar to what
0: you're going to do with your dad about helping other entrepreneurs remove any blocks around Mm -hmm. stepping into being an entrepreneur and removing those blocks with the emotion code and kind of doing something together. So I love it. That's nice do we want to touch on body code?
1: Yes, uh, that would be awesome. So I am not certified as a body code practitioner. That is something that I will be doing soon. But the body code is the next level certification after you go through the emotion code. And the body code basically focuses on six different imbalances. And I can read those to you quickly. So basically, it's this extremely in-depth program that Dr. Brad created. Um, It's an app that he has. So it's super easy. You just get it on your phone and you can take yourself through the process. Same as the emotion code. So there's six different imbalances that basically contribute to the majority of what we feel, whether physical, mental, emotional, whatever it is. That is energy, circuit or system, toxin, a pathogen, a misalignment or nutrition or lifestyle. So you can go really, really, really deep into the contributing factors of what you're experiencing. So for me, um, working with the body code, I practice it on myself a lot. And I've been clearing a lot of what's called a sickness memory. And a sickness memory is basically just the energy of a sickness and the sickness can also be a mental or emotional. So all those sickness memories that I've cleared for myself had to do with anxiety. And it's basically just a memory and this unresolved feelings that you have around a quote unquote sickness. And so that could be contributing to what you're feeling today, but it goes so in depth into beliefs that we have, things called despair anchors, um, broadcast message. So a broadcast message is, let's say you get cut off in traffic every time you drive, your body is literally sending out this energetic message of cut me off. And so we have these broadcast messages that we send out to other people that other people are picking up on like a radio frequency. And we wonder like, why does this always happen? Why do I keep attracting the same relationship or so we're able to go deep into beliefs and all of these different contributing energies that could be causing what we're experiencing in life. So it is probably the most incredible thing I've ever seen and I absolutely cannot wait to get certified and share that as well.
0: Yes, and I could vouch for that because I when I did that first session with that other practitioner, she had mm-hmm. the she did the body code also and I saw the app and the app is impressive. Yes. how deep it goes and and even gets a little woo-woo because it also yeah. brings in the case of like entities and things like that, right?
1: Yes. And and I, I'm happy that you brought that up. So entities, and I had a lot of entities come up actually that were blocking me and weighing <laughs> heavy on me. An entity is not always a spirit. An entity can just be a negative or dark or heavy vibrational frequency that stems from A negative emotion. So let's say you feel hatred or anger or self-abuse, those emotions, especially if they're inflicted, so self-abuse is a trapped emotion, if you're feeling self-abuse you're feeling bad about yourself and that creates this even more negative vibration. And so the entity can literally be that negative vibration. So some people get freaked out and they're like, Oh, spirits, but it's, Mm -hmm. it can just be negative energy and it's actually extremely easy to clear. And I love calling upon my angel guides and archangels and higher beings of light and love. And even I call upon the Holy spirit sometimes. And I'm just like, get into that. I say the violet flame and we Mm -hmm. transmute you into light or love. So we're, you know, not just eliminating that heaviness from somebody's body, but we're literally transmuting it into lightness.
0: Awesome. I'm glad so. that you explained the entity thing. Yes. <laughs> not always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Poltergeist that it's just a yes. really heavy, 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 you know, frequency yeah. that kind of acts with that heaviness. Yes. Um. So that's amazing. And that we dug into the body code because that's definitely... Any the fascinating, fascinating, mm-hmm. all of it really is amazing. I love it, yeah. and I'm definitely gonna look into getting certified because Yay. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> eat my words. Now I was like, if this is working on my vertical, <laughs> that I'm doing this, and I, I wanted to do it. I have bought the DVD set back then, and I still have it in my drawer. So that I'm gonna have amazing. to pull that out and make that happen. Yes, because I really want to marry it with with the business side of things and the sense yeah. of like using it to help people with their businesses.
1: It's incredible so that'll be really
0: cool. I think we covered pretty much A to Z right now, right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, you have an introductory offer?
1: Yes. So all of my first sessions are $29. I just like to give people the opportunity to experience a session, uh, to see if it resonates with them, if they like it. Uh, cause I know it's not for everybody. It can, I believe it can help everybody, but I know it, you know, some people need a little buttering up. (laughs) Um, So my first session is just $29 to give people it's a full session, we clear about 10 to 15 different trapped emotions. And my offer for your listeners was $15 off a single session past that. So any session past that introductory session $15 off, or 10% off any of the packages that I offer as well. Thank you so much for doing that. That's very yeah.
0: generous of you. So yes, listeners, she's got a special deal for you <laughs> if you mention the podcast. So definitely take her up on that. All right. So thank you so much for being on the podcast and taking the time to be here. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited about everyone finding out about the emotion code because it's definitely powerful, and more people need to know about it. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy. <laughs> it you really don't have is. to do any of the crazy craziness because sometimes healing can be exhausting and this is not yes. one of those this one's very just very simple and effective mm-hmm. and that's the beautiful part and yeah yeah
1: thank all you right. as
0: well <laughs> <laughs> all right it's a wrap bye guys bye